Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Repost Podcast Chats with Enoch with myself, your host Enoch. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever on this planet, wherever on this globe you find yourself. I hope you are doing very well. You had an amazing week and you're ha- having an amazing weekend too. Yeah guys, so today we are not going to really, really tackle a lot. And we are going to move our dilemma to the last segment because they are like pressing issues that we should look at. So first of all, I'd actually want to know about the way Ghanaians like actually give um, directions to people, and it's very very funny because this one before I got here, I had to give directions to two different people. First, it was two men who were, they were all looking for a funeral, a funeral grounds where they are having a funeral of a police officer or something, but I didn't really get the information well. Well, so they they needed a, a um, direction, and you know how Ghanaians would actually want to give you directions. Oh, go straight. You see a blue kiosk. When you get to the blue kiosk, as they will provide it, they'll show you the, where the transformer is. Then they'll show you a, a, a greenhouse near the transformer. That's where you, you can find the pack. Then, like a whole like we actually use um, you know um, common common town landmarks. Yeah, common town landmarks in our communities to give directions instead of actually using actual landmarks in our communities to give directions because I can tell you to go straight you see the palace ahead of you when you see the palace ahead of you there is a junction next to the palace take your left and then when you when you start using those kind of things they'll be like bruv you are taking too much time you you are not showing me where the actual event is happening you're not showing me where I'm actually going you are just throwing me around um personally when i'm actually going somewhere and i don't know the place at google the place that i'm going maybe if, if it's a residence i'll google the residence um i'll let the person that i'm going to visit or see send me their location live location so that i i, I take it straight into google um, maps so because i can read maps thanks to the geography i did in university and senior high school so because i can read maps i can i just go on google maps i just follow the map and everything and get to the place i'm going but if i'm actually like you know a lot of Ghanaians don't know how to read maps a lot of them don't even know how like what's a sign on a map or like um an indication on a map actually means so they can't actually go about reading maps and everything so um for someone like me who can read maps it's fine for me that i wouldn't actually find um, a lot of um challenges trying to find a specific location or a specific yeah, you know building or residence in a specific area that i do not know but with those who don't know even even with this even with the reading of map you still have to ask when you get somewhere because not every place is well developed or not every place is well organized some places are slums and you have to ask because like if you don't ask you're actually getting lost so with those who do not actually know how to read the maps they go around um asking for directions and people give them the Ghanaian style of direction and it's so funny because way back in primary school I remember they taught us about um, how to give directions to people and all that and it was so funny and I'm actually like do you know what we actually learned about directions how to give directions um, directions in primary school and people don't actually remember those things so they just go by the Ghanaian that because that's the norm in society yeah it's actually fun and like I, there, are, there are a lot of things in Ghana that are so fun that are like the Ghanaian style of doing things and it's so fun but you might think it's not um it's not advanced enough maybe it wouldn't be accepted in the advanced world or the western world or whatever but it is our thing and we like it you know what I mean yes yeah, so um, I just wanted to hit um hint on that small but 
anyway thank you all for joining me today and without wasting much time let's get into the first segment yeah guys so welcome back and with the first segment we are looking at some um, issue that happened I think two weeks ago about the KGT market we are going to tackle the KGT market and how our fire department and also maybe some departments in the country are quite flawed and they need some advancements or reforms in their um, you know in, the, in their way of doing things or they need some resources to help them do things better and also we would actually look at some key points or some necessary things that we have to talk about or some things that we actually need to pay attention to to help us when it comes to first aiding and you know putting we being in danger what are we actually going to do so without wasting my time um let's look first of all let's look at the history of the KGT market what is the KGT market KGT market is known to be um, one of the biggest markets in West Africa it's actually the largest open air market in West Africa and like they, they claim is the um, largest single market like is it is the ma largest single market in West Africa and it is the largest open air market in the city of um, in Ghana so in the city of Kumasi you can find the KGT market which has over 10,000 stores and stores so with the KGT market it's not it's not a small market because I remember when I was very young and that was the very first time that I visited the market with my mom we were actually like traveling to another place and she had to get the vehicle that that we would be using to travel that vehicle station was at the KGT market and when we got there like honestly to be very fair if you do not know Kumasi, and there's been a lot of stories concerning the fact that when people don't know Kumasi and they come around, like in KGT, they get missing. Uh, sorry, they get lost, or they um they get um tricked or duped by you know the dupesters around. So I was like, yeah, it's actually true. Thinking about it right now, it's actually true because I've never experienced um thefts. Or I've never I've never gotten lost in around KGCR market and you know it's a conglomeration of a lot of different markets okay there are a lot of markets in Kumas we have the um Tafu market we have the Asafu market we have the Atunsu market we have the Krofu market we have um there are a lot but you know what Bantuma markets and all those but one thing about the KGCR market is it starts from um Pampaso yeah Pampaso then comes down to the main KGTR area then it goes to I mean Dr. Mensa they have um you know coming down to then they come down to central market then the central market north um east of central market is um the Roman Hill and then um west of central market is um Edum and then yes south of central market is leading to South Market so it's like a conglomeration of markets around one place and the KGT market is the largest one okay and that uh, that whole area is the Kumasi business district uh, yeah, the central business district for the Kumasi city so it's very 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 um if you actually don't know the place very well i i suggest you use google map if you know how to read maps only or you go with someone who actually knows the place so that they could help you find your way around because it's a very very big place that if you don't take your time you're going to get lost so with the KGT market being one of the largest markets in the country around 2016 um ex-president john dramani mahama um helped renovate the whole market and he built an ultra modern market for the market with lots of stores i mean over thousands of stores and 
just two weeks ago fire ravaged parts of the markets and I've, like there was there, there's been speculation about whenever there's a fire in the markets here in Kumas especially the central market and also the KGC markets as well as some parts of it when they actually catch fire there have been speculation that people actually go um, I mean the traders over there who own stores and are trading actually go for loans from bank and when they are not able to pay these loans they are they set fire to their store so that when they set the fire they are now their goods are bent you can't the banks can't actually come to them to charge them or like collect their money because they would actually go with the excuse that my goods are bent my i was involved in the fire and all those kind of things and i'm now trying to recover so i wouldn't actually get the money for you and you can't force them but i was like do you know how greedy it it is for one person to go for a loan and because they, they can't account to start paying for the loan that they went from from the bank now they have to do something cause a huge distraction that would affect others who aren't actually um in, who aren't actually a part of their problem and trying to find ways to actually assess your problem trying to find ways to find possible solutions okay to solve your problem they wouldn't actually do that but they would actually go out of their way to make it look like they have to do something cause a distraction make others victims as part of the making themselves a victim so that they would actually benefit from it it's like it's very very stupid it's very greedy if people are actually doing that i don't know it's the, the, like there's been these kind of speculations going on every time that um you hear people like whenever you hear there's been um a fire outbreak in the central business district of kumasi like there's this kind of speculation going on but with the KGT market, I'm not going to read the article so we know what actually caused the fire. Some people are saying um, it was an electric force. Others were saying someone deliberately started a fire and everything. I don't think it could be an electric force. Being it, um, the market is new. The, 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 the one they've renovated is it an ultra modern one. It's a new one. I've never been to that market. I've never like toured around it. I've actually seen it. You know, I've been to the gym area i've actually seen the market but I've never entered it okay it's a very very nice market to be very fair an ultra modern one and i'm going to um you know give john Jamani muhammad that one because he really did well he really really did well so with the kgtl market um here is the article about the fire that happened around the in the kgtl market on the 15th of march 2023 now i'm reading from my um, graphic online Fire is currently cutting the recently constructed KGT market in Kumase in the Ashanti region. The fire outbreak has already ravaged a section of the market known by locals as Dubai, leading to massive loss of properties. Officials from the Ghana National Service, officials from the Ghana National Fire Service, are at the location trying to contain the inferno. The cause of the fire remains unknown, but firefighters are present at the scene with fire tenders and extinguish to extinguish the flames affected traders were seen wailing while others were attempted to salvage their goods now before we actually get into it, we don't know what actually caused the fire there's been no like like there's been no um there's been no statement as to what caused the fire they've not actually said that it's like electric fuel or something but this market is an ultra modern market it was just constructed like four years ago or five years ago yeah, five years ago or six years ago it was just constructed and 
this uh, from 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 what I've heard, okay, I actually know someone whose parents has like some um, a couple of stores in the market, and they were telling me the market is like an ultra modern one. It has sprinklers. It has um, a fire service station. It has um, extinguishers and everything. And I was actually thinking, so when this actually happened, didn't they find? any possible solution or like any alternative to use any of the extinguishers people were saying oh the extinguishers were empty there were no chemicals inside to stop the fire and this and i was like okay what about the sprinklers because i think somewhere 2018 or thereabouts there was a um a, a, a minor fire that engulfed a part of the market and then the, the it was like they were able to contain the fire so so fast that it couldn't even spread at all so i was actually thinking how did this one actually spread didn't they see that there was a, there was smoke or like because when you see a smoke in a confined area you'd be like no something's wrong around here or when you start smelling smoke or even in some um some buildings if you start smelling smoke or like <laughs> there is something going on don't they have fire alarms in the buildings that, that when the smoke started coming out and like like um the fire started spreading didn't it go off and now there's been reports whereby they're saying um there's been reports saying um the fire service company or the yeah the fire service department they didn't actually get to the scene early the people they called them and they got to the scene about 30 minutes and from what i know i know that there's been there's a fire station at the markets there are sprinklers the sprinklers didn't go off the fire the, i think there are fire alarm they didn't go off the extinguishers people claim are empty and what about the fire station at the market was it closed that day or not and then why did it take why does it actually take fire um fire service departments very long to actually attend to a situation because this is not the first time i'm hearing about the fact that um there's been um a fire situation somewhere and then there needs to be fire um the fire service there and they've been like they've actually taken long because when i heard about i was like no what were they doing why didn't they attend to the situation faster or earlier like i get the fact that people do you know something i'm going to blame the people of Ghana. i'm going to blame the the, the 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 people in our communities too because we've actually like we've actually um been prank calling these um department the police department the fire department the um hospitals and we've been prank calling them they've been warning us to stop prank calling them people prank call them and tell them oh something is going on here and they get to the place and there's nothing going on there people just prank call them and it's not nice honestly it's not nice and i think that's one of the reasons why these kind of calls come in and they don't even answer because they feel like it is a prank call okay but i think they should step their game up by answering calls and then actually having like they, i think they should like actually like attending to the situation to see whether it's actually true or not if if you attend the, to the situation and it's like a false thing or something i think you should you should be able to trace the number that called the emergency line and then get the person who's registered to that number whether that person actually is, is that person who actually called or someone called i mean there should be an investigation set in place to get these kind of pranksters into the um into the into the police stage into police custody and get them go through the process so that they can be charged with the necessary um charges but con con concerning 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 the fact that these um 
fire service personnel actually take very very long before they actually get to situations and before they actually get and when they get to the situations too, then like the fire has engulfed everything and then it's all up in flames and like, i mean everything is destroyed so what are you coming to save you're coming to just stop the fire fine it's not going to spread to other areas cool but after all but one one the damage is done is done okay but then i actually like the fact that the fire service department comes around goes to go into our schools go into our churches go into our marketplaces go into our companies go into our hospitals and then teach people give people lessons about how to contain fires when they start and how to prevent fires from starting in their homes and also at their workplaces it's actually a very very good thing that i've actually seen them it's a very good, it's a very good initiative that i've seen them like take and it's i'm actually going to applaud them for that it's a very good thing but if they give us these lessons how do we put these lessons into practice because they will give these lessons and the next minute someone has forgotten the lesson they give now as either there, there's been claims that when the fire started and everything the fire service when they got there the 30 minutes later they they didn't have water in their tanks i mean if if you've actually um, looked around, if you've actually paid attention, studied the way our communities are, you'd actually see that we do not have fire hydrants anywhere. Not in the central business districts, not in the suburbs, like nowhere. You'd, you'd, you'd find no fire hydrants. So if, because w with Western countries in their cities, when the fires get there and then the water or the chemical in their um in their tank gets finished that's where they access the fire hydrants so that the fire hydrants um would actually supply them with water to go on with their operation to cease fire at the uh, at the residence or the building which has been engulfed in fire but with Ghana we do not actually have this these kind of things like fire hydrants we don't have it and in a lot of companies there are no sprinklers and as people are claiming most of the fire extinguishers we see around don't work so what are we actually doing they come do their job and like it's like we are doing we are doing a personality job what are we actually doing to help ourselves now aside that people were saying most fire service um departments or most fire service stations do not even have the cranes or ladders but i think that is not totally true i think the major stations have the cranes and ladders but why is it that the major stations have the trains and um, the cranes and ladders but the minor ones in the sm smaller communities in you know the you know distant communities do not have the cranes and ladders i think there should be um it should be provided to all because you do not the fact that a distant community or a minor community doesn't have high-rise building doesn't mean they do not have a two-story building they might have a two-story building and they may need a ladder or a crane to climb up to stop the fire from the window section or whatever i like watching a lot of procedural drama because this kind of drama is actually like entails how to go about fire situations i mean emergencies and with all of these going on i like i actually see how these countries in the west especially the united states and the united kingdom they how they actually go about um how they actually go about like helping people out when there's a natural disaster because trust me with all of these equipment that we do not have in this country if there's to be a natural disaster right now 
we're really going to suffer we are really really going to suffer i remember some time ago there was um a collapse a building a building collapsed in accra was one of the american buildings and it's like it's it's actually like it, it it was it was a lot it was a lot a lot of people died a lot of people got injured people are still suffering from the it's it's ptsd and everything but like concerning the fact that we do not have these kind of equipments to help us do the, the job that we have to do in the fire department and emergency department we do not even have a hotline an emergency line where we would call like an emergency operations like 999 for the uk and then 911 for the usa we do not have one you see ambulances going the national ambulances they're facing 112 on it i don't know if it actually works i've actually never called it but i've actually tried 911 here in ghana and 999 here in ghana it went through but nobody answered so i don't think it actually works like the line will go through worldwide but it actually don't work in your country i think 911 only works in the united states and then 999 also works alone in the uh, united kingdom so i don't know if we actually ha have our own emergency line we have our own emergency operation center in the major cities it will actually help because it's not only about fires okay disasters comes in different forms someone might be might get kidnapped someone might witness it and how do how do you call the emergency service to help you how do you get access to police to help to help society these are a lot these are all things that we need to bring in place to help society and to also know how to go about things in our communities because we we seek for security and protection we seek for health we seek for first aid a lot of people don't even know how to access ambulances when there's an emergency in their homes when there's an when there's an emergency at some place they are currently at okay someone might faint and some people don't even know how to go about cpr in this country so people's lives are always in danger and we've taken it uh, we've made it so normal that uh, yeah it happens um in in the akan language they will tell you it's an it's an the it's an so like why is it that why are we not trying to prevent this why are we not trying to find ways to bring solutions down to these kind of problems but rather making it look like it is um something normal that should actually happen in our in our communities or societies it's not normal we can do something about it there's been advancements in technology and science there've, there's been advance advancement in like you know everything so i think we should also have access to these advanced and it's not like we do not have access to these advanced we have access to these advanced but the resources to show us that there's the the advancement so here is the access to the advancement closer to us i don't know there's a lot of things that goes on in this country the fire department has a lot to do when it comes to pro um progression advancement everything they, they have a lot of things to do aside that the um the ambulance service i mean we we train a lot of nurses we train a lot of nurses in our training colleges and um, nursing training colleges in our universities and um i like why d we we actually have a university of health science and they are not only nurses that they train they train people into other health professions but why do we train a lot of these people uh, into the health profession and then we do not even have a paramedic not even one paramedic in the country you see ambulances going around they are these they, these are nurses who actually work with the hospitals they don't actually like they are not actually a paramedic because i think every um 
every fire station should actually have a paramedic every fire station in any municipal should have a paramedic as part of their fire department so it couldn't it could be a car accident okay both fire department and paramedic would go or sometimes it would be an emergency whereby they need a paramedic and then they do not have to call all the way to Confanoshi Teaching Hospital, KNUSC Hospital, Kolebu Teaching Hospital, 37 Military Hospital to get um, help for people. Okay, we, 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 we need to get access close to us. We need to like have facilities that are close to us and everything so that we could actually help ourselves because when it keeps going further and further, it actually delays the help that we are actually calling for and actually causes more damages than ever. So I think the fire department, um, the government, the people who are willing to help should actually put in place, or should, yeah, should actually put in place measures to bring down, like to draw up plans and solutions to help our fire department and like we could actually start paramedic here, we could start emergency service. These are all kinds of things that could actually create jobs for people to be fair it can actually create jobs for people it's not always has to be like people trying to um get access to hospitals to get their ambulances to their homes or other hospitals to transport patients from smaller hospitals to the bigger hospitals it's, it shouldn't be that way all the time there could be accidents but and before and people would have to you know try and get these people out of their car and the you know when accidents happen a lot of things are going on the, the 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 body is going through a rush so things are going on and if care is not taken you know people might think that this is the best way to take someone out of um, the affected car and then they try using that uh, their own way and then it causes the person a severe damage or it causes the person a, a severe harm that would actually cause them loss of life or something so i think there should be these kind of advancement, this kind of technology, this kind of systems should be in place to help the people, to help communities and societies and everything. Because it can't always be one way around, honestly. It can't be one way around. Yeah, it can't be one way around. There's a lot of work to be done in this country, if you are being very honest. There is a lot of work to be done in this country. The system is there, okay? The departments have been created the system is there but the system as of now in this 21st century 2023 is flawed if i'm being very honest it's flawed it's very weak and it's like it's people actually don't see the sense of it people don't see how they are helping except a few people who are getting the services so yeah it's actually flawed and as i stated before the fire service is doing a very good job coming to churches going to schools going to companies going to um, different firms going to marketplaces and public places to educate people on how to prevent fires to how to prevent some emergencies especially that relates to fires they've done very good jobs but at the end of these lessons what do they do they give us personal service i mean personal numbers to their station and most of these numbers don't actually go through okay so why is it that they have to give us personal numbers but when they, we should have a, like a straight emergency service so you know what i'm trying you know what i'm trying to point out here we need the emergency service so that it can help us contact or have access to um these departments to attend to emergency situations that's it it's very simple okay so i actually get the whole emergency service system in the united kingdom in the united states in many other countries it's because it makes sense now 
he's sitting down to think about it because I'll be like, why is it even necessary? It's actually necessary. Your, 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 your protection, your security is necessary to your government. The government is taking care of you because the whole country is like a family and then the government is the head of the family and the government is responsible for your security, for your well-being, for everything. So, like, the, it's not entitlement. It's not entitlement. It's something that you, you should have. So you need to have it. Yeah, so I don't like they've done they, they they are doing good jobs by coming around, you know, explaining things to people, letting people understand what to do and all those kind of things. But at the end of lessons they have to give us their contact and then they are giving us personal contact to their stations. And sometimes when you call some of these contacts it's called lagging because some there's a number on it. But if we have a whole emergency service system where we can actually use to contact these kind of things, I mean, these are the conversations that the television stations, the radio stations should be having with, you know, um, people in high positions, people in governments, politicians and all that, people who are heads of these sectors and departments. These are the kind of conversations they, they should be having, not always NDC, NPP, NDC, NPP. We are tired, honestly, we are tired. If the next government, honestly, if, not, if any government that's yet to come doesn't actually bring up these kind of ideas to help our communities, I don't find potential in them because these are things that we actually need. They are basic things that we need in our communities, but we are not getting it. They are basic needs that we, they are basic things that we need in our communities, but we are not actually getting it. And it's not looking good, to be fair. It's not looking good at all. So, like, things, we, we need things to go on very well for us. We need things to go on safely for us. But how are we getting this? And now, now people are going to ask why all of these things are important. They are very important because I think the police department and then the fire service department should be working hand in hand. They should be working together. Aside the fact that the health department should also come in. These departments should be working hand in hand. They should be working together to help like battle emergencies in our society. Now, they get allowances, don't they? They do get allowances all the time. Where do they where where, do they, where, where does the government get money to pay for these allowances? It's from our taxes. We pay taxes all the time. And what are we paying taxes for? We are paying taxes for services from the government. We are paying taxes for security. We are paying taxes for attendance to emergencies. Now an emergency would happen in our community, in our society, and then we are like, oh, you know what, we have to find ways. Someone will, be, someone will get bitten by a snake. And they are, you are telling me I should find ways to get the, the person's safety by trying to draw out the poison from the person's um, where the person got bitten or like no I, I don't even know how to go about that situation someone would get like um someone would just get a deep cut and how are you going to even help the person these are major situations that we need to get an emergency service and also we need to get them um, and the fire service and the police service to be working together so that when we call the emergency service or get in contact with the emergency service they link us to the fire service or police service whichever should be in help that's why i actually love the american emergency service you know the whole the, the emergency service system i really love it because when you call 911 
okay it depends on the emergency you are putting out they they input the emergency to the system then they link it to whether it should be from the fire service department it should be from the paramedic or it should be from the police service it can't all it, it can't always be like from one department it should be from any of the departments but something like there will be a minor emergency we have different types of emergency we have major emergencies and we have minor emergencies now a minor emergency would happen and then when that minor emergency happen how are we actually like you know managing that situation because you know a minor emergency has happened and then they feel like you should take care of it yourself no you shouldn't take care of it yourself some things need medical attention it needs medical assistance not everything needs to be done by pe the person what knowledge do the normal or citizen or civilian in the community have concerning um this kind of situation managing this kind of situation so i think like we should be demanding enough because we pay taxes for all of these but we don't demand enough as a country as a people Ghanaians don't really demand enough we just say oh do you know something it's normal we are going to pay anyway when we pay they are going to use that they are going to this uh, mismanage the money up there and everything we are not demanding enough so they are not providing the services that we actually need that's why we think that they are always mismanaging money out there if we actually demand enough okay they would actually like pay attention to what we actually need work towards it because these kind of services the emergency services and all of these kind the margin of police working not like to actually merge them yeah the police department is there they can have their separation of hours they can work on whatever that they need to work on but there should be like this kind of collaboration between the police department and then the medical um, the health sector as well as the um, fire service department so that they can work hand in hand to attend to emergency situations it can't always be one one, one sector attending to emergency situations no they can work hand in hand and attend to emergency situations that's how th these kind of services work they are services that are provided in society to attend to emergencies okay so security is an emergency there's a home invasion there's a home invasion you are trying to defend yourself what if the person is having a weapon that can actually hurt you that like the person is holding a gun you don't even you don't even know how to like what are you going to use as self-defense aside the fact that you have maybe um a basic idea of how to get something to defend yourself if the person like shoots the gun you're dead or you're getting injured okay so how do you actually like get help from beyond your confined area okay from like outside of the home how do you get help you, we don't have emergency service so how are you getting help these are all things that we should actually put in place to help all of us but we are not putting them in place and it's actually going against us honestly it's going against us these are things that we need in society these are things that we need in society but because we feel like everything like we've normalized a lot of things that shouldn't be normalized in this country we are not actually demanding for things that we actually need from the tax that we are paying to the money that we are paying for services to provide to be provided to us we are not actually like doing the things that we actually need so it's just going up and down up and down they're just doing anything that they want all the time guys we actually need help the country needs progression advancement it's not it shouldn't always be mega projects it shouldn't always be mega projects. Mega projects are very important for the development of one of one country. I'm um, yeah, it's very very important. But we have systems. 
Next week here, we're going to talk about the education system alone because the education system needs a whole total reform. It needs a total reform. We're going to talk about the education system next week. But this week, we're talking about emergency systems that we do not have in this country. And it's going to affect us. It's going to affect us largely. It's affecting us so widely that we can't actually do anything about it. We, like, we actually deserve this, but we are not getting it because we are not demanding for it. And because we've not been demanding for it from time immemorial, whenever we try demanding for it, you are being like, they, are, they, they, they treat you like you are asking for too much. You are not asking for too much. You are asking for what we actually need. We are asking for the, the, the service that we have paid for. The service that we are demanding for. That's what we are asking for. So it's 2023. The whole system, the fire service department needs an advancement. Um, the police service needs an advancement. The health sector needs more advancement. Okay, we need a paramedic in this country for each and every constituency or municipality. The fire service department should have at least one paramedic department with them. Also, we also need an emergency services in our various cities that we would call. Then they will and our various uh, municipal. These are all money, but we we pay a lot of taxes. But what are these taxes used for? They are used to pay allowances to these people in those sectors. But we are not actually getting the the services that we need from those sectors. So what are we doing? It's 2023. It, we are in the 21st century. We need to be looking for. We need to be attending to such smaller um small um problems in our societies rather than just only focusing on mega projects. It's mega projects was going to save us from um, be, be, being shot by a thief that has invaded our homes. We need to be serious as a country, to be fair. Yeah, guys, welcome back, and let's get into our last segment. And with this segment, it's a dilemma, okay? So from now on, we may push the dilemma to the last segment because there are pressing issues that we need to attend to. So this week's dilemma... I've been in a relationship for seven years. We now have a six months old daughter. The problem now is this lady is too much lazy and that worries me. She can't clean, do laundry, cook and make the bed. I mean the only thing she can do is bath, go to work and sleep. <laughs> I talked about I, I talked to her about it and the and tried to reason with her but nothing works. Even if I include our elders the same thing now hear me i hear me right i love her and i care but i can't live like this it's been five weeks now and we are not talking sleeping in the same bed but facing different directions i am a respected person i work with people but i can't bring them to my home because because of her carelessness and untidiness please advise me on what to do okay so first of all you've been in a relationship for seven years with this person but you couldn't tell whether this person was clean, could do laundry, could cook, could do like some things before you actually married this person and had a child with this person. How have you been in a relationship for seven years and never clocked any of this? Are you kidding me? How have you been in a relationship for seven years? But I don't know. I, I actually don't know what people are doing in relationships these days because you'd hear their dilemmas and they'll be telling you about their dilemmas in their relationship. And I'll be like, how long have you been in that relationship? And they'll tell you, oh, I've been in that relationship for about um um like two years. And I'm like, 
two years and you've never clocked this about your partner the person you claim you are in a relationship you never actually learned something about that person that you've never seen that it's a red flag or it's something that's not actually going to sit well with you so you have to like talk to the person about it and you're not seeing it because I, because I don't know you people just have sex talk about love exchange presents and that's it I think that's what you lot do because if you lot are being serious right now you'd actually take time to study the person because that's what relationship is about studying someone you want to spend the rest of you may want to spend the rest of your life with people don't necessarily spend the rest of their life with um the people they get into relationship so this is a person you may want to spend the, the rest of your life with you claim it's, relationship is not only about love it's about studying someone it's about knowing that this is a person that i can live with for the rest of my life this is the person i can you know contain in my space this is the person i can tolerate in my space so i don't know how you got into a seven-year relationship and never clock that your wife can't be dirty your your wife is unclean your wife your wife is untidy your wife can't cook all she does is bath go to work eat and sleep so she doesn't take care of the kid she doesn't know how to change the kids diapers and everything like let's be serious over here now you say you've talked to her you've had a conversation with her and you've like you've tried reasoning with her but to no avail and it's actually affecting you maybe she talked to her parents you need to bring her parents into this honestly i you know with some parents it's going to be very awkward but you should bring their, her parents into this tell the parents what is going on and if things doesn't change you can't actually live with her so they should actually like have a child with their daughter or something because it's really bad honestly it's really 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 bad that I don't want to do like I don't want to make the conversation switch to gender roles, but it's actually bad if a woman can't actually find ways and like keep the home clean. It's not only the woman's job; a man can do that. But at least you are a lady; you should know how to keep clean. I've been hearing stories about ladies being de- some ladies being dirty, and I'll be like so surprised. Like how is a lady dirty? Because I thought ladies were there. like with, with the hu- with gender, with the human gender male and female females are the neatest because they can be so neat okay so a lady being dirty actually surprises me all the time so now that you've actually like you've talked about it with her you've reasoned with her and it's not working maybe you should bring her parents inside honestly bring your parents and her parents inside let them talk to her okay because you've been in the same you know in 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 relationships in marriages you can live in the same house with someone and then you could have an argument and for weeks you are not talking i mean you're not even getting your spoon you're not even getting your comforts in bed you're facing different directions as you said so try and talk to her parents try and talk to your parents bring them together let them talk to her and see how it goes yeah guys so we've come to the end of this week's episode and thank you all for being with me thank you for streaming do not forget to subscribe a lot of people are getting on to podcast nowadays okay and so do not forget to share and subscribe okay share with your family and friends share with everyone in your contact okay on social on all of your social share with everybody and then do not forget to rate and do not forget to send a comment and like in the form of a review and everything so i am grateful to all of you for listening and for and to all uh, all my 500 plus listeners i'm actually grateful to you because i actually never thought that i would start this um podcast and it would go this way because honestly i'm surprised and i'm i'm actually thankful to all of you for sharing and 
to like getting me this audience so yeah thank you very very much for all that you've done for me and till then have an amazing weekend and the week ahead of you is going to be great say amen bye Let's go,